Self-Healing, H. Spencer Lewis, FRC. After 25 years of experience in metaphysical healing work, I feel I can greatly assist people by outlining some of the important principles that they may apply to themselves in the healing of mental and physical conditions. Anyone who has had treatment from a metaphysician realizes that such a physician always insists that the patient aid in the cure of a condition if the most efficient results are to be obtained. It is possible to change the physical body without the knowledge of the patient and therefore without the patient's cooperation. It is equally true that such a method takes longer and is more difficult. It is astonishing that patients often wait too long to consult a physician and thereby complicate conditions when they might have started the treatment themselves before seeking help and save time and further complications. In some cases, there is often a delay of several days. During this time, the patient is doing nothing to help himself, but is allowing the condition to become so developed that a longer time and a more difficult process is required to bring about the relief desired. In many cases, had the patients attempted to do something for themselves at the very beginning, they would quickly have found there was no necessity for asking for outside help. The first consideration in self-healing is to recognize the law that every mental or physical manifestation of illness is only a culminating outer manifestation of something that has occurred previously within. It matters little whether the condition is swollen tonsils, severe pain in the back, the suspected development of a growth of some kind, or a so-called cold or rheumatic condition. The fact remains that these terms and symptoms are only an outer sign of something that is wrong within. The specific name given to a disease, or the specific location of a pain, in no way indicates either the real cause for the condition or the method of treatment. To a metaphysician, there is no such thing as a case of tonsillitis in which the entire condition is located in the tonsils and the rest of the body is free from any association with the abnormal condition. Neither is appendicitis a condition exclusively located in the appendix, nor is an enlarged thyroid a condition that is located exclusively in the neck. For analogy, a factory at night bursts forth in flames, suddenly breaking a window by the heat and pressure from within allowing the flames to shoot forth. Would any rational person claim that just the window was on fire because the flames were visible only at that one part of the entire building? The reasoning person would immediately say that if the flames were shooting forth from one window, there was probably a large fire elsewhere. The primary cause for all abnormal or subnormal mental and physical conditions in the human body is lack of attunement with the creative, constructive, harmonious forces of nature. We have a brief phrase for the condition, 
out of harmony. Perfect health we call a condition of harmonium. This lack of attunement and harmony is the primary physical cause. Yet there is another cause even more remote than this. It is the mental or psychic cause. This cause will be found in the mind of the patient, or in other words, in her mental and psychic attitude previous to the inharmonious condition. Inharmonious Attitudes It seems to be almost impossible to make the average human being realize that the moment they allow themselves to think or talk about anything of an envious, jealous, revengeful, critical, or destructive nature, that moment, the mental attitude is out of harmony with the divine mind. The next result will be a lack of harmony in the physical forces of the body, with the physical forces of the universe. Such a state invariably results in the physical forces of the body becoming somewhat destructive or inharmonious, and in some part of the body an outer manifestation will gradually occur. A person may be convinced that losing one's temper is disastrous to the nerves and blood of the body and is sure to produce a physical or mental reaction. Yet she does not realize that when thoughts are unkind, critical, or destructive, they are sure to bring a reaction in the mental and physical states of the body. Whenever we spend any thought energy inventing our wrath, criticism, or unkind remarks toward an individual or group, sooner or later, the reaction from this inharmonious attitude produces a physical or mental condition that is more or less serious. The person who believes someone has done him an injustice and feels he must make critical remarks about that person, or who constantly finds an opportunity to tear someone to pieces, is sure to bring ill health and often ill fortune into his life. It is a metaphysical fact that for each minute of time we spend in thoughts of unfavorable impressions, unkind criticism, or hate toward any person, there will be hours of physical and mental suffering as a reaction. The first thing to do then, in considering the relief of any mental or physical condition, is to analyze your mental self over a period of time preceding the condition and discover what thoughts, attitude, and conditions of mind you have held or expressed and immediately eliminate this attitude by reversing your opinions, thoughts, and holding thoughts of love and kindness instead. In other words, the poison from the mind that has been eating at the very heart of every cell in your body must be eliminated before any treatment can be given to relieve the ultimate and outer manifestations. Any other process is merely treating the outer manifestations as though giving them a drug to nullify the senses without removing the actual cause.
Therefore, after analyzing your inner self and discovering what destructive thoughts you have actually held, purge yourself of any possible poison by holding thoughts of love, goodness, kindness, and spiritual oneness with all human beings and with every living thing on the face of earth. Fill yourself with the thought that all is good, everyone is loving and kind, and that no one is evil, for all are children of light and children of the cosmic. Restoring Harmony If you have felt otherwise toward anyone, immediately send that person good thoughts and try to undo the evil or unkind thought you have held in your mind. If you are dissatisfied with any condition, any group of persons, any action on the part of anyone, immediately purge that from your mind by reversing your opinion and filling your being with thoughts of toleration, sympathy, kindness, and love. To the degree that you eliminate this mental poison within your own being, to the same degree you remove the cause for any condition from which you are suffering at the present time. The next step is to assist nature in the physical purging of the bodily condition. Several fundamentals must be considered in this process. First, since all life force of a constructive nature comes through the air we breathe, the patient should at once begin to breathe deeply of good, fresh air. Go to a window or out in the open for a few minutes during each hour and take many deep breaths, holding them as long as possible and exhaling as greatly as possible. This will change the air in the lungs and allow new vitality and powers of the cosmic vibrations to enter the lungs and carry on nature's vitalizing processes. Five or ten minutes of such deep breathing every hour, with the chest thrown out and lungs expanded to the utmost, will be a wonderful help. If the breathing can be done in the sunshine, and with the head thrown back so that the sun's rays will enter the open mouth and strike against the walls of the throat for a moment or two of each hour, it will be especially helpful. After that, take a drink of fresh water. It need not be purified in any special way. Use ordinary drinking water, cool enough to be enjoyable. Drink one or two glasses every hour until the physical condition is changed. Nature requires the water and the elements in it in conjunction with the air you breathe to carry on her reconstructive processes. You cannot overdo drinking water, even if you consume three or four quarts in a day. It will flush the kidneys, bowels, and bladder and it is like internal bathing. Nature's Work Then sit down 
or lie down in a relaxed manner and give nature every opportunity for reconstruction instead of expending energy in moving about or doing unnecessary work. Resting the body and relaxing, with the eyes closed and with thoughts of peace and nothing else in mind, will give nature the opportunity to carry out the work of the cosmic in changing your physical condition. Do not concentrate your thoughts upon the nature of your illness, its location, its pathological or histological cause in a physiological sense, or in the diagnosis that a physician or a friend has given. All of these mean nothing to nature and the cosmic, and should mean nothing to you. While you are relaxed, bring your fingertips together, leaving the hands separated. This will short-circuit the emanations of energy from the fingers and prevent these emanations from going off into space. It will keep the extra energy in your body from leaving, causing it to recirculate through the body to help in healing and constructive work. If the feet are bare, allow them to touch each other while relaxing. If you are inclined to fall asleep, keep in your mind the thought of peace and of the healing currents of the cosmic passing through your body while you breathe. With only this thought in mind, allow yourself to sleep. Do not have anyone awaking you for drinking water or breathing exercises if you want to sleep more than an hour for the sleep will be just as helpful, if not more so, than drinking water each hour or the breathing. If you are awake, however, do not neglect these things. If you fall asleep at night and have a peculiar sensation around 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning that your temperature is rising, do not get up and attempt to make yourself cool or suddenly lower your temperature. Keep yourself well covered and allow nature's purging process through perspiration to continue. You will find that by sunrise or shortly thereafter, the temperature will lower, and by 7 or 8 o'clock, you will find a marvelous change in your condition. This may occur either the first, second, or third night of your healing process according to the seriousness of the condition, or its length of duration. In mild conditions, this may not occur at all, for it may not be necessary. If you have taken a drink of cold water just before retiring, as should be done by every person carrying on any healing process of his own, this purging through an increased temperature during the night will be very beneficial, but it may not always occur. If you are under the care of a physician, you should continue such professional care in addition to the suggestions offered here.